In a world where trust is shattered and darkness looms, one man's journey from betrayal to redemption will captivate your heart. Absolutely. Even if Absolutely. you don't take them. If you have a relative that is a Christian, yes. allow them to take the kids. I like that. Because yeah. it's like, you, you may not want Jesus, but... Thrown into a detention center, he grappled with the harsh reality of being imprisoned mentally and physically. At that moment, I told myself, I'm not going behind bars no more. Betrayed and deceived by the one he trusted most. So now we're about to enter into this part of your life where you're cheated on. It was rough for me. Bought teddy bears for her, flowers. And my heart just got squeezed and beat upon and crushed and stuck. In the depths of his despair, he questioned God's plan. I said, I said, you don't know what just happened to me, Meg. But amidst the darkness, a glimmer of hope emerged. He found solace in the teachings of a higher power. And in that moment, he discovered a new purpose. Out with the old. In with the new. In with the new. The Holy Spirit came inside of me. From being lost to salvation, this is the story of Nick. Coming soon, this summer on July 1st on YouTube and all podcast platforms. She had a husband, career, a child, and, and the, the house with the picket fence. You know, this is what we all desire. And we made it, right? We have a career, went to school, got our degree. And it's like, wow, like, you know how sisters get, hey, wow, girl, you made it, girl. And then dudes be like, yeah, boy, you, you got it all, man. You got your wife, you, you got your child, you got your house. And she had it all, but still felt disconnected. Still, still felt, felt empty. And I know, I know there are sisters out there that want to get married. They want to get married. But Adney, I would encourage them to first have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Call by God podcast with Adney Godet and myself, Nixon Sylvain. This show is about dialogues of biblical characters and testimonies of Christians who submitted to the will of God. Each week, we'll bring on one guest so that they can share their story how they were called by God. I hope this show inspires you. Enjoy. Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of the Call by God podcast. I'm your host, Brother Nick, and I'm here with Sister Adney Godin. Sister Godin, how are you doing on this blessed day? I am amazing. I can honestly say I am amazing. No matter what is going on in my life, I still see Jesus. And I think that's the most important thing is to see Jesus through all of it. So I can only say that I'm amazing. How are you doing, Brother Nick? Adney, I can't even complain. You know, even through my highs and through my lows, um, I'm just going to just keep on worshiping God. So yeah, Brother Daniels, he preached a message about worshiping God, not only on the good times, but even on the bad times. But, you know, sometimes we we take it personal with God sometimes like, OK, God, you know, you supposed to be God almighty. Well, I'm having all these issues. And then um, God sometimes has to remind us that we got to worship him. We got to be like Job. And we, we don't have situations of similar stories like Job. But Job lost pretty much everything. And he uh, he worshiped God even in the midst of his storm. So I just thank God, Adney, for the, for the highs and the lows. And I'm just also so thankful for everybody, our guests, Adney, not our guests, but. Well, the Holy Spirit is guest. He's amongst us. 
But I want to thank all of our listeners, Adney, globally that that support us and and that um, continue to subscribe and share these episodes. And I'm also excited for even the guests, our future guests that that we're about to have on on this platform, Adney. And Adney, most importantly, I'm also thankful for even the discussions that you and I have about the uh, the biblical characters <laughs> you know when you read these characters you you say you can say yeah that's me right amen. now <laughs> that's me amen <laughs> and i know <laughs> i know one of the characters that i can relate to is joseph but we're not going to be talking about joseph today so today adney today we'll be discussing the rewinds you know sometimes it's good good to go back you know we we get a lot of traction like some episodes episodes do better than others amen. but to us we like every episode but some some listeners that are out there, they listen to more episodes than others. So we want to shine light on on the top three episodes of quarter one. So I'm ready. Is it? Should I just hit the the drum roll, Adney? The the drum roll. Hit the drum roll. <laughs> the drum roll. So this first episode, you know, I'm gonna just go ahead and play it. Um, it's it's the episode title is called "Just Obey God," and we created a two part episode of uh, Sister Davis' uh, story. But this episode, yeah, Addy, we had listeners, listen, listeners was listening to this episode because her her vocal, her speeches, her testimony was so powerful. And then we're going to play a quick snippet and we're just going to have a quick dialogue about just obey God. Like I said, my husband and I were three months pregnant, but I had an ultrasound scheduled before we were to leave town. He was working. He wasn't able to go to the ultrasound with me. I went on my own and we were pretty excited. Like I said, we already, I had a son but from a previous relationship um, who was seven years old at the time. And so this was my second pregnancy. Went in, didn't think there would be any issue whatsoever. And during the ultrasound, I noticed that there were different technicians leaving the room, coming in, going to get the doctor and just rushing around. No one thought to to say anything to me. And so I started screaming, what's wrong? What's wrong? Somebody talked to me and they weren't. They were just everybody was coming in. They were looking at the monitor. They were scratching their heads, really worried. And finally, I said, would someone please tell me what's going on? The doctor looked at me and said, we think it's spina bifida. But it's the worst case we we've ever seen. We just want to make sure. Ooh, we. And Adney, I know this this right here, this episode kind of like ties in to even your ministry because we know you have a a, a ministry uh, butterfly kisses that deals with abortion. And I'm gonna let you speak on this about this episode first because I know it's near and dear to your heart. What are some of the things that stood out to you while Sister Anita Davis was sharing her testimony? Just the fact that she was being ignored. I think that's one of the things that people don't understand because you incite panic when you are not communicating what's going on. And when she was talking, like they were just, you know, technicians going in and out and no one was talking to her. And I just felt for her that that like I wasn't there, but I felt like I was there with her. And and. What comes to mind is to know that if we would communicate with people, this decision that this doctor asked her to make on the baby in her womb, I think a lot of make decision. I think a lot of times women would be courageous enough to say, you know what, God bless me with this baby. I'm keeping this baby. But because of the panic 
that is incited by all of the stuff that's going on and the and the person who is carrying the child is not being communicated with that 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 scares somebody and it, it makes sense think like okay I don't want if they if they doing all of that I don't want no parts of, of what's going on here so I'm just so grateful and thankful that um, uh, this their sister had the courage the fortitude and the mind to say, Hey, say something to me. And then for her to be able to um, have a conversation with her husband and for them to make the decision to have their beautiful baby boy. Yeah. I I like how you, uh, you shared that uh, powerful take on, on sister David's story. And I think Adney, sometimes uh, the, uh, the spouses uh, get overlooked. Because I know, although it is emotional thing when it comes to a woman have to make a, a decision like that to abort uh, their child, especially because, you know, Adney, there are women out there that, that can have children. You know, there are women that could have countless of children, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and even even more. And there are women that can't have any children. So, I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, I'm, this is was her second child uh, and then here, the second child, the doctor, after running tests, the doctor's like, hey, your child has a a, a disability. That's tough on a parent. Uh, that's tough uh, even on a doctor. Um, I, I would say that the doctor, the male doctor, human doctor is not the final say. I think sometimes when you have issues going on with you, uh, I think the first uh, action uh, that a person should take, Adney, is uh, take it to God in prayer. And Adney, we even seen people that's not even of the faith when they hear some kind of something like that that's so tragic or some bad news in that in that essence, they take it to God. They take it to a higher power because that's that's well beyond their understanding or their imagination. So they got to take it to someone superior, someone that that could do all things. And even I, I believe that there are people out there, even though they may not worship God, but they sincerely, whenever they fall like through a sickness or or, or a decision like that, they cry out to God. And and God is so sovereign that God could do whatever He wants. But in this case, in this story, Sister David's story. Um, by the grace of God, Sister Davis ended up uh, keeping the baby. And that's why I give a lot of kudos uh, to her husband um, because I can't even imagine what her husband felt, you know, at the time, you know, because both of them are hearing this news. And it's, at the time, his wife is emotional and it's hard because women are um, emotional. And as men, we're not so as emotional. So it has to take a level degree of understanding and knowing your spouse and that that connectivity that you have with your spouse to be like, wow, I feel what she's going through because this is her body. So, I, I mean, I can't even imagine what he was going through. So I give a lot of kudos to him um, as a man of God that he was, you know, to support his his wife and, and to be there for her and to pray for her. And not only that, they even brought strong collective saints together to pray on their behalf. On, on, on that child. And I think that's very important. Sometimes when one or two people are praying, sometimes it's, it's just wise to bring spiritual people, strong spiritual people to pray because I think that's one of the things that's overlooked is, is the power of prayer. You know, I think uh, uh, most of people are overlooking prayer like as though prayer don't work anymore. Prayer changes things. So, you know, I, I appreciate her story. I mean, that's one aspect of just obey God, but she shared her story, how she came to the knowledge of the truth. But I think that part, Adney, about the the abortion piece, uh, that that really, really touched touched my heart. Cause I know that this is something 
that a lot of women go through year round. And I know this is part of your ministry. So I know it's near and dear uh, to your heart. It definitely is near and dear to my heart. Um, I mean, I was supposed to launch this year, but there's just been a little bit of delay and I'm just trusting God with it. Right. Um, It's his baby. I'm just the mother that he is using to give birth to this baby. So I'm just so grateful and thankful that he even entrusted me with this baby, with this ministry, with this work. So whatever he desires, whatever he wants, I'm just saying yes, yes, and yes. That's it. That's all I have. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for making it midway through this episode. We want to take a moment to sincerely thank each and every one of you who have been supporting our show. Your encouragement and positive feedback mean the world to us. We want to continue to bring you inspiring and thought-provoking content each week, and that's where we need your help. We kindly ask you to support our podcast by clicking on the link provided in the description below. Your support will enable us to grow, reach a wider audience, and continue to produce the quality content you enjoy. We truly appreciate your support and value your contribution to the Call by God podcast. Together, let's inspire and uplift others in their faith journey. Thank you once again for your continued support, and we look forward to bringing you more enlightening episodes in the future. God bless. All right. All right. So that's all you have. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the next episode. I said jump. Or should I say skip? <laughs> this episode is pretty good, Adney. I, I don't know. Uh, folks Folks like the episode that we did, the biblical discussion of uh, Judah. They, 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 uh, they like that episode, Adney. So we're going to go ahead and play a, a quick snippet. It's going to be real brief. And Adney and I will, um, will discuss, briefly discuss uh, the call of, of Judah one of Israel's sons. Taking his pants down, chances are his son is going to sag his pants down. Or if a father is cussing up a storm, and then his sons or daughters will be cussing up a storm. All right, see, I told y'all that was brief. Y'all just going to have to go back to listen to it. Uh, (laughs) I know, Adney, I was real brief, because I really wanted to talk about Judah. Uh, Judah, if y'all just got to go back, I I think we did a few part episode of Judah. He's the fourth son of uh, Israel. And uh, the thing, the very interesting thing about Judah, yeah, this is the tribe that uh, that uh, J- uh, Jesus was come through, which is uh, the tribe of Judah. And Judah, what, what's interesting about his um, episode, uh, Adney, he 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 married a Canaanite. You know, like how you got some folks that say, oh, you know, God don't want had nothing to do with this tribe or this tribe of people. But these are people that's doing things out of their own free will. They lived in the land of Canaan. So Judah married a Canaanite, had three sons. Two of his sons died. Judah's interesting in the sense that he married a Canaanite, had three sons. Two of his sons died. Number one, there was evil in the sight of God. So we can't even imagine what he was going through as a dad, as a father. And he only had one son left. (laughs) And his job was to give that last son (laughs) to Tamar. And he left that last son to Tamar. 
But he showed up, didn't he? Didn't he? Did not do that, Addy. Addy, I'm gonna let you take it over because you laughing. What? What you laughing? <laughs> what about Judah that you laughing about? Look, Judah. Judah was protecting that baby boy. Judah said, "This woman is lethal. I, I'm not giving my baby to her. <laughs> my baby. That's the only one I have left. But the beauty of Judah's story is the redemption of it, right?" He lost two sons, but gained two sons because Tamar ended up giving him twin boys. Um, Sometimes we don't know what God is doing with us. Sometimes it don't look like what we want it to look like. And like when I was discussing with the sisters and and one of the sisters said, God has a permissible will and he has a a promise, right? Judah is the promised seed. Everything that Judah did was permissible by God. It's not that God was pleased with it. God just allowed it to happen because God needed us to see something. We live in a world where we are looking at race and we don't even see the spirit of man. And God allowed us to see through Judah's action that I am no respecter of person. I think that's the biggest thing that I learned with the with Judah's story. Here it is, this Israelite, this 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 man who is of a Jew descent, marrying a woman who is not of his tribe. And then he has a baby with another woman who is not of his tribe. And guess where that seed what happens? We get our whole Messiah from that seed line, right? So I think when we think about this journey and we start looking at white versus black, we need to take a look at the spirit. It's the heart of man that matters to God. God ain't looking at white and black. He's looking at our heart. So it's time for us to really, and, and that, that, that's what I got from Judah. It's just that mindset, that shift that needs to happen. Yeah. And, and we can't forget even the snapshots that the Bible highlighted about Judah. Cause we know Judah was one of the brothers that sold his brother to, to slavery, Joseph. So the Bible do highlight, and we, we don't always want to pinpoint his flaws, but also in the end, uh, in the story of Joseph, he was the one that was willing, he was with the one brother that was willing to sacrifice for the sake of Benjamin. So he, in a sense, redeemed himself. So the Bible got like little snapshots and it shows you that, that we're not perfect, Adney. Like we could read through the Bible and we could say, man, look at this. How could Jesus come through this tribe Look at what they did. But the reality is that the Bible shows me and shows you and shows the world, Adney, that humans, we're flawed. We're, 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 yeah, we got a lot of flaws in us. And to me, Adney, that shows me that we need a savior. So when you see Judah doing some good things and Judah doing some not so good things, that tells me that we're imperfect and God is sovereign. God could do whatever he want. So I've, I don't heard people say, Adney, oh, I, I did this. God would never forgive me. I'm, I'm, I'm an alcoholic. I'm on drugs and I'm, I'm nobody. I feel like committing suicide. I'm just, I'm just nobody. My head is spinning. Like they feel unworthy. But we done seen the, the worst of the worst got redeemed from their situation. And this is why I like to highlight our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, okay, we're going to go ahead to the last and final episode of our Rewind. And this one is interesting. I like the title of this. It's called Lord Make Me Over by Sister uh, Kim Kim uh, Kelly. Uh, this 
yeah, Kim Kelly, this this one right here was it was a gooding. It, it was really good. Um, we're gonna briefly play it and we're gonna briefly talk about it. So this is Lord Make Me Over uh by uh Kim Sister Kelly. And we 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 talk through things, right? We talk through things, we we open and we transparent. And I'm to the point now, I asked God, I said, Lord, give me my voice back, right? Because I felt like for so many years I didn't have a voice because of what I was going through. Uh you know, having a hurt and just being broken. I felt like at the time I, I didn't have anything to give anybody. So when I, as God continued to heal me, I said, Lord, give me my voice back so I can be able to help someone else. So it's all about helping someone else along the way, not sitting on it, not keeping it buried in, knowing that I went. All right. All right. So this story, again, we created a, a two part episode on Lord Make Me Over. Uh, her story is interesting. Andy, this this is the pretty much in her mind that she had the world. She had a husband, career, a child, and and the, the house with the picket fence. You know, this is what we all desire, and we made it right. We have a career, went to school, got a degree, mm-hmm. and it's like wow, like you know how sisters get. Hey, wow, mm-hmm. girl, you made it, girl. And then mm-hmm. dudes be like, yeah, boy, you you got it all, man. You got your wife, you you got your child, you got your house, and she had it all, but still felt disconnected. Still, still felt felt empty, and I know, I know there are sisters out there that want to get married. They want to get married, but Adney, I would encourage them to first have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something, because marriage is it, it is a blessing. Marriage is it is a blessing. I've been married for over ten years. It is a blessing, but I think it's it is important that before a person get married, they should uh, strive to have a relationship with their Lord and their Savior, Jesus Christ. Anything uh, that you want to add, Adnia, as it relates to Lord Make Me Over? Okay, so Sister Kelly's story, it touched me uh, deeply because um, I've never been married. And someday I would like to. But one thing she said was she refocused her mind on the Lord. And in refocusing her mind on the Lord, the peace, the contentment that overshadowed and overtook her. I think what you said is so powerful. And a lot of women are not going to agree with this because they want to they want to be wives. But how beautiful is it if you allow the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords to fulfill that spiritual place in your heart, in your life before you add on someone else? Especially what gets me is that we are these the most imperfect people. We ain't doing the work that we need to to become what we need to become. But we want to go into a marriage with another Mm. imperfect person. What happens? What what happens to to what God intended? Marriage is supposed to show God. But if I'm not ready for my husband and he's not ready for me, what example are we showing those around us that are not married? There's nothing there because there, the, the, the foundation of the marriage is not built upon Christ. There's a dear sister and I, we've been talking. And one thing she's saying that like the Lord is showing her is that there's some teaching that needs to take place. Um, 
But what I've said to her is, is this thing for me, what the Lord has shown me is to take my mind off of desiring that marriage and put my mind back on him because that's what he's looking at. That is what he's desiring for him to take precedence over. It's not that I don't have faith. I really, truly trust and believe that I will be a wife. But what God wants to do is to seek him first. Is my all on the altar? Like I need to really put everything, sacrifice my Isaac. And my desire for marriage mm-hmm. is an Isaac. I have to sacrifice those things wow. that I desire to give him full reign over my over my life before I can even open my mouth and say, okay, this is what it is. When God is ready, I think that's one of the things people are so impatient about is to is when God's promise is is fulfilled versus your plan coming into the into the into fruition. Yeah, uh, Adney, this is this is what I want to add. That that's a good take. So as you were speaking, I started to think about how the world has programmed us to want stuff. Because God's going to give us all of our needs. God's going to make sure all of our needs are fulfilled. So we're programmed ever since Matthew we're... Matthew 633. Yeah, Matthew 633. God's going to give all mm-hmm. our needs. Mm-hmm. But the world, in a mm-hmm. sense, program us. Go to school, go to college, get a career. When you get a career, save it for your retirement. And, and all those are not bad things. We just got to put everything in its proper place. What most of us tend to do is seek the worldly pleasures of the world. And so when you hear about a woman that's married and have a child and got a career and got the house, those are all the worldly pleasures, but excluding God. That's why the Bible says in Mark 8:36, for what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his soul? And then it shows you that those things will not fulfill us. That's why we see people like in Hollywood or people that's wealthy, people that's money. They got so much money. They got so much wealth. But yet at the same time, they feel empty. They feel void of something because that's the spirit. That's God calling them to something greater. But what they do, they ignore it. So that's why I appreciate uh, Sister Kelly's story, Lord, make me over, because she, she had to acknowledge that she had to be made over. She had to, to be, she, she had to, to go before God in her closet, in her mm-hmm. prayer closet, and say, like, Lord, I need you. And sometimes we have to come to that point. We have to acknowledge, we, we have to look within ourselves and be like, you know what? This, this, is not, this is not working out for me. This is not working out for me. I, I, I can do better. So God is calling each and every one of us to be better, to do better, and to seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness, that all things, that all things should be added onto us. So I appreciate her story. So these are the top three episodes that were gaining a lot of traction. And I know we talked about it, Just Obey God. We created a part one and a part two. And uh, Judah, Judah's episode, we created several parts of Judah and uh, Lord make me over. We created a part one and a part two. So world, so there you have it. Please go back and continue to uh, listen, subscribe to all of our episodes. And it's always a blessing to 
discuss and to reflect on some of our past guests or even our past episodes that we have touched on uh, because they're so near and dear to our hearts. And we just hope, trust, and pray that it it blesses you and that it encourages you to draw to God. Because God is the only one, the only one that matters at the end of the day. Because we all got to go at some point. I mean, the Bible clearly said that. I mean, you probably had a relative that have lost uh, their life. And, uh, and don't get me wrong. You might be right around a corner. So our life every day is not promised. Um, one preacher will say every second is not promised. You might be listening to this episode and it may make you think like, man, you know what? I, I done heard uh, Brother Nick and Sister Adney. And wow, I need to draw closer to God because I've been focused on these worldly pleasures. So that's that That concludes the three Rewind episodes. And Adney, anything you want to say in closing before we peace out? Um, I think you said everything. <laughs> <laughs> Adney, say Matthew 6.33. All right, world. So there you have it. Remember that Jesus Christ is the King of Kings and he's the Lord of Lords. Until then, be blessed. That's it for now. But before we go, please continue to listen, subscribe, and share our podcast. Also, if you want to support our show, please scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and click on the link that says buy me a coffee. We would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for listening. And remember, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. And also, Jesus Christ loves you. Thank you. Wait, there's more. What if today was your last day on earth? Would you be ready to meet your maker? Well, Jesus Christ has given us the good news. He told his disciples in Mark 16, 15, 16, and he said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Jesus Christ has instructed his children to share and preach the gospel, which is the good news, which means that Jesus Christ came and that he was sacrificed. He was buried and he rose on the third day by believing and by repenting and confessing and being baptized. You will be saved. So it is your choice. Jesus Christ will not force you. You've heard the message. You heard personal testimonies. But this is your opportunity to give your life to Christ. Don't wait until tomorrow, because tomorrow is not promised. So I hope you submit to the will of God and give your soul to Christ. Be blessed.